Welcome back to He Said, She Said. I am your host, Travis Reed. And I guess this is turning into, she is like the, you know, <laughs> resident, <Tell> just, <laughs> resident co-host that just keeps coming back, folks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Travis, trying to, trying to front on y'all already, and we've been recording for 15 seconds. <laughs> hey, hey you know what I'm saying? I, I, you know what I'm saying? I got mad respect for her. And uh, she's a great person, and uh, I just enjoy her on the show. I love her playful banter back and forth. So we're going to get right into it, but let's introduce yourself, please. Hello, everyone. I am back. It is Tashira. Yeah, like I said, um, great person, very successful, and she has strong opinions. Some of them funny, <laughs> some of them not so funny. So, you know. My serious opinions. When yeah, I have serious them. opinions, but some of them are like really funny. So, uh, <laughs> trust me, uh, by the time all these come out, we're going to get some DMs from some people on some crazy <laughs> questions. I promise you that. <laughs> so, anyway, um, today we're going to talk about uh, real women's, real women's bodies versus fake women bodies. And do men really care about that? Show uh, me something natural. I want to see some stretch. Honestly, I... speaking as a man, from my opinion, I don't know about all men, and I want to ever say that. If if it feels real, it's real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like women who have uh, fake tops, boobs, right? Mm-hmm. Boobs, unless you're going ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like how some women would go, like Pamela Anderson, like she used to have. I don't think she has those no more, but like when she used like ridiculously big, like I like a woman who does have, you know, a chest on her. Uh, I don't, you know, like nothing wrong with flat chested girls, but um, they're beautiful too. But this, you know, I like a woman. Not your preference. Some, yeah. You know, not necessarily my hundred percent, my preference, but that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still think they're beautiful as hell too. I've, I've been with women who don't have that too, but for me, uh, I've uh, like, you know, dealt with people who had fake tops. That never been dealt with anybody who had a fake bottom. You know, that that mm. BBL stuff or whatever. Never had, never dealt with anybody who had that. Okay. Um, yeah, but I've had, I've dealt with you know more than one person that's had fake chests, and that doesn't like. I, I don't know. That, I I kind of feel like to each their own on that kind of stuff. Like plastic yeah. surgery is. I feel like as long as you're doing it for you and it's not for like a particular person, then just mm-hmm. do do what ever makes you happy, whatever makes you feel confident mm-hmm. in, in who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't know, but I've had plastic surgery. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I didn't know that. No. No. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know if I should disclose that or not. We might have to edit this out. <laughs> uh, edit it. <laughs> Take it out. I <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, so I had two kids really, really young. Um, my first kid um, was born when I was 17. The second one was born when I was about 19. And mm-hmm. um, or matter of fact, I think I had just turned 20 um, when he was born. And so I breastfed two kids before I was 21. Wow. So wow. Um, I had implants put in when my uh, middle child now was about a year old. And I didn't go crazy. I wanted them to look natural. I didn't want to have... Like, I don't want to be a spectacle with like mm-hmm. you know, Pamela Anderson, huge over the top kind of breasts. But I also 
didn't like the diminished look after breastfeeding two kids, you know, two and a half years apart. So, um, yeah, I've had my implants now. My middle son is going to be 16 next week. And I've had them since he was one. And most mm. people don't even know that they're fake because you can't go. Girls, listen, ladies, can't go get no thirty nine ninety nine special. Um, <laughs> please, Lord. You get okay. capsular contracture. You get hard boobs. They look like pointy. They're high profile. They're terrible. Okay. And they look mm. terrible. If you're going for that porn star blow up doll look, then you get high profile boobs. If you want something really natural, you know, then your doctor can help you out with that. But so for me personally, I really feel like it's just um, preference. I don't think that um, men really care, to be honest. Um, Cause y- y'all don't care. No, no, we're not. For me, I mean, I think it was over the top, yeah, you know, yeah, like no, that yeah. triple, you know, Z's yeah, or yeah, something yeah. crazy. If but, you're falling um, over, if you're falling <laughs> over while you're walking, then it's too big, right? <laughs> if you, right. If you're bumping into something you don't know, you're bumping into something. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. too big, you know. But I kind of feel like weird about the all these BBLs though, like, and mm. I, I that might sound a little hypocritical because obviously I have implants, mm. but um. These BBLs are out of control. <laughs> well, and they look, look I, terrible. I, I, yeah, they, they look terrible. To me, it's like it's like a person with a weave, right? Mm-hmm. Um, try to fool me. Like I, I'm say, a type of guy. The idea that nobody knows. Yeah, like try to fool me because I'm like I'm a type of guy that get an inch a month, get two inches a month. Like, <laughs> oh, what's going on with your hair, girl? Oh, I just been washing it, conditioning it, you know, doing the right thing. <laughs> Don't go I'm from like ball headed to like down your back Indian. Down your back on your yeah, knees. like to me, like nah, nah, nah. That ain't it. that ain't the business. You know what I'm saying? Braids is different. Braids, you know, like obviously it's whatever, but like give fool me. You know, <laughs> I like to be fooled. Like I said, like implants. You know, like if it the right way, they can fool me. Like, oh, I didn't know they were implants. They look real to me. You know, know, and it really depends on who you go to, you know, shout out to Dr. K. Um, (laughs) She she (laughs) gave it a shout out to her doctor. (laughs) Shout out to Dr. K because the thing is, is like, I have no scarring. Oh, I have none of that. So like, you know, even if you see me naked, you wouldn't know. Yeah, because I'm not examining when I'm there. I'm just, you know, in that area. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to, There's you know. There's not an examination going You're not examining. It's more but of a, a, feel, like a change, feel process. Yeah. Fill it out. You know, maybe even certain like things. changing or anything like that. Like, it's not like there's no obvious scars. Ah, like, the okay, scars are okay. so minimal that, you know, it could be done right. So, I guess that's my thing is, like, natural versus plastic surgery i think it's one of those things that we talk about all the time like the extreme yeah like some of these girls are going to get bbls no they, 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 they look ridiculous like they to look me, ridiculous, like ridiculous right if you and have a super skinny leg and yeah. you have like a tish, you know like a the ridiculous butt and it it just looks terrible it'd be like it looks terrible it looks very bad and i think that's where it comes in where it's like women the one thing that i will tell you guys is if you are going to get plastic surgery do your research coming from the medical field there are there's fraud people everywhere mm. you know yeah 
there's fraud people everywhere. There's people that do fraud in every single scenario of every single um, specialty from accounting to plastic surgery to everything. Do your research. Don't just go to some dude that's going to, you know, put fat transfer or silicone or whatever it is in your butt. And they're not board certified and things like that. Because what I have seen of being in the medical field, it's just like you see these horror stories where these women, you know, pay a very small amount or they're going to the DR or they're going to Mexico and things like that. And they're getting it done. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, why is that so important? And I think that that's, you know, I'm always diving a little bit deeper than I think people like to dive. But why is this butt so important to you that you're literally willing to risk your life by going to Mexico to get a butt? Well, I would say this, you know, for their, their <laughs> they're looking <laughs> to level up from the caliber of dudes that they are dealing with. That's the only okay. reason a girl would do it. I mean, like some people like yourself who can afford the right surgery are doing it for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. These women who are like doing, like you said, DR, Brazil, Cuba kind of thing, right? They're doing it so they can level up in the men that they deal with, I feel, you know? Um, otherwise, like they wouldn't be, do like you said, like why would you risk your life mm -hmm. uh, to just get a, a butt transplant? Like, because they're thinking like this butt transplant will get me to the level of a Cardi B or a Nicki Minaj, or I'm not saying like they're rappers or anything, but just saying, mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Getting to of that level. celebrity. Of yeah, that like celebrity the, that. And I think that's where know, like, honestly, all this Instagram and TikTok shit that's, comes that's into weird. play yeah, is yeah, because yeah. our young ladies, our young women are seeing these girls and they're the epitome of what's, quote unquote successes these yep. days and yep. a lot of it is over sexualized and you have your what's that other one I always forget the name of it where the girls be on there selling whatever not necessarily themselves but like pictures only fans there you go they have yep. the only fans and that's a quick way to make money it's a quick way to get through college and in order to make the right money you have to have a nice body you know yep but I also just you know I'm like it just kind of saddens me a little bit because this is what we're reducing our women to is like whether they have a nice ass or not. Yeah, I think if it's uh, big enough, if it's this, if it's that. Like for uh, me personally, and like I shared earlier, I only got my breast done and I didn't go crazy insane over what I already had. I wanted the fullness back that was depleted from breastfeeding to two children back to back. You know, like mm -hmm, my, my older mm -hmm. kids are two and a half years apart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I just wanted that fullness back. And then plus I wasn't even 21 years old yet. So I'm like, well, yeah. I have so much more life to live. Mm -hmm. And at that time, um, I didn't, I wasn't in the mind frame, obviously at 21 that I am now at 36. I didn't want more children. I didn't understand about wealth building. I didn't understand about generational uh, building and what yeah. additional yeah. children and all that kind of stuff um, meant for my family. So um, now that I understand that, of course, I'm just like, you know, it is what it is. I don't think I would do it again. I've right. even talked about taking them out. Um, well, but... you know, let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell ever. I don't know that people would even know. Because like I said, it's not that they were like, I went from an A to a freaking F or something crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't mm -hmm. do anything fast. Now I'm trying to think, like, it's been like 10 years since the first time. What are they? Oh, no, they were, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they were they were fine. Yeah, yeah, they were fine. <laughs> no, like, I've been knowing her for a while. We actually went to the same high school, but like obviously years apart. You know what I'm saying? I'm about but, to say you are much older than me. Don't try to put me. Wait, in wait, 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 wait. Don't, 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 don't put that much. You, you said a little bit too hard on that. You was a little bit too hard on that much. Much, <laughs> much. I wish y'all could see us. Sometimes yeah. we we'll have to post our videos when we're dressed up, so you guys don't see us looking crazy. But okay. Um, we, hey, hey, I, I, like I said, you don't give me crazy. shaving, give me, I, I give me shaving. I, I, I'm about ten years. You, you don't know, look crazy. I do, y'all. Today has been a day. I've been doing stuff going yeah. on with my this clients. Is, this is t-shirt. It is, t- it's a t-shirt yes, sweat day. It is a. It's Sunday <laughs> night, and I have on a baseball cap and a spirit jersey from Disney, y'all. Hey. No makeup on my face. Looking and that's the, this is the video we post on YouTube. Rough. Bam. <laughs> First. Post it. Bam. No, nah, I'm just playing. Post it. Um, I'm but, all for it. Yeah. So like I said, I think um, you know, like I said, you hundred uh, percent like men want the fantasy, right? And that's why mm. I feel like some women get it. They get the fantasy. All right. That's why strippers the if it was no fantasy, it would be no strippers. It would be no strippers that would lose out. Well, you guys are such visual creatures. We're visual creatures. We need it. We need you guys crave that kind of like, okay, you need to be aesthetically pleasing. Yes. And I think, but but I think also that lasts for a fleeting moment. Because will you sleep with the girl with the big boobs, the fake butt? And you will probably will on a vacation, hanging out, that kind of thing. Right. But let's say she's dumb as a box of rocks, right? Yeah. Let's say she's just, you can't have a conversation with her. She doesn't understand world events. You guys don't have much in common. The sex is just good. How long well, is that going to last? Well, it, it depends on the age. Now it won't last very long. Now it will probably be, you know, maybe a couple of times and then kind of, you know. Yeah. But even if I'm 21, you know, uh, my mindset is different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But even then, probably, like, I need... For me, this is me. Like I said, some dudes could just have sex with a girl who's pretty that's dumb as a box of rocks, you know, many times. For me, I can't. Like, I need to have some kind of connection uh, to you if we're going to continue a physical whatever we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to be bring something more than just that. Like, But the girls, they're not thinking that way. They're just thinking like, look, I just need to get my foot in the door. Mm -hmm. If this big old butt and this big old breast can get my foot in the door, I take care of everything else. I'll figure it out. You know. Yeah, and, and I, that's, that's. I mean, it just yeah. really makes me sad that that's what we reduced our beautiful women to. You know what I mean? And that's the thing is, like, I really wish that, especially our black women, would just see the value in just being a beautiful black woman outside of this sexualized object of these fake boobs and this big butt, and really just know like we're beautiful because of just look at our skin look at how many skin tones like and just things like that like you know i'm a sucker i mean travi you super if y'all have never seen travis y'all log on to his um social media um at travis w reed and check him out but travis is light bright y'all like (laughs) light bright he's got freckles he's a handsome dude but he's light bright and i don't know why but for me and not to say light-skinned men are not attractive because there are so many attractive light-skinned men, but just like a dark-skinned, even woman, for me, is like, whoa. 
I don't like women, but I can appreciate beauty. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and these dark skinned women, I mean, they are fucking winning. Gorgeous ass, like cocoa. I'm talking about like dark skin. No, and like I'm the so, chick from uh, so from, jealous. Uh, Wakanda, the Wakanda chick. Yes, that's the name. kind of skin I'm talking about. Yeah. Like I've always wanted to be dark skin. I guess it's one of those things you like. You want to be dark. You got curly hair. You want straight hair. If you, you know, you got green eyes. You want blue ones. If you got gray ones, you want hazel. Yeah. I mean, we all have our thing, but um, I just think that there are so many different shades and creeds and you know et, uh, different ethnicities that fall into like this quote unquote black culture that is just right. so beautiful because we're so vast That's so right. it just irritates me that society has reduced our beautiful sisters to an ass and a pair of tits hmm. well the funny thing is and I know I keep pumping this book read brainwashed by Tom Burrell they talk about this black women being sexualized since the beginning of oh, like, yeah. time. You know what I'm saying? To where like they will put black women in circus. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because this is they part had, of the reason why. This, yeah, this is real, yeah. and this is 100 real. Like yeah, I'm not no, even joking, is, people. They yes, put, yeah, black history. people. They will put black women in the circus because they had big old butts and big old breasts, and they thought that was like a deformity for mm -hmm. black women. Or women in general, like this, look at this cages. deformed, yeah, and they would put them in cages like an animal, and mm -hmm. like this is facts. You can read the book, check it. It's facts, hundred percent facts. Yeah. And so for me, uh, and that's why they say that black women are hundred percent over sexualized. It's been over sexualized. And this the is the part of, of the reason why, like, and like no shade to anybody. And I always say this with the utmost respect. You guys know I've been on here a couple of times, and I always say this: we are allowed to have our different opinions. And it's not a personal dig at anybody's what they choose. Mm -hmm. This is part of the reason why I love black men the way that I love black men. And I would never, ever, ever date outside my race is because I feel like for white men, black women are like a conquest because this is what you did to our ancestors for all these years is over sexualized and you know, you're, 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 we had big boobs and big butts even back in slave days. And they were literally putting you in a fucking museum mm -hmm. to show you off. And it's like, and then you voluntarily sleep with your captor. I can't. My <laughs> well, look, if that wasn't the case, and this sounds terrible, that wasn't the case, there would be no me, right? There would be uh -huh. no me either. My <laughs> grandmother is a white woman. I get it. And you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the yeah, not so, a part of history that we can even yeah, that's the, not yeah, a part of like, history that we can go for, that can, you know, we can just forget about. But I just feel like just knowing what we've been through and knowing that the that that white people have literally over sexualized us since the moment that they brought us here. Yeah. We were sideshows yeah. and this and this and that. I just can't wrap my brain around it personally. No, but I, like I, I said, to it. each his own. And I really believe, like, love the person and be with the person who loves you the most. Right. I really honestly believe that. But just for me personally, I love my brothers. And I know sometimes they ain't right, y'all. I'm not. They, <laughs> girl, I, girl, girl, I understand why you run. I, hey, I get it. <laughs> I get it. And like I said, for me, it's a situation where, you know, uh, 
like I love, you know, all races of people. Look, I, I lived in Europe for 10 years and mm -hmm. I, I've been all around the world. I've seen all different types of women um, from Dutch, German, Spanish, Italian, yeah. French, German, you know, like, you know, Australian, you know. So. Probably bang one from every continent. Huh? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, 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 no, I wouldn't say Stop that. Lying. <laughs> you know, Stop that's lying. That's cap. What do these kids say? That's cap. That's no, cap. <laughs> You know, I can either I can either uh, say anything about that, but yeah, um, <laughs> 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 yeah. So I, I definitely feel she has a point when it comes to that. Um, in certain situations, I think, like you said, like love who loves you, um, and so. But it's like I said, I just feel like you know, when it comes to bodies in general, like you know, like black women have. Like black women, it's weird because every like not every race, but like races do certain things to you know do what we to look have. like us. Yeah. I say that all the time. I'm like, and we end up with girls who done all this work. Okay, like I said, Kim Kardashian is, was beautiful before all this, right? Uh, this oh, is yeah. my opinion. She was beautiful before she got all this stuff done to her, you know, BBL, whatever she had. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But um. Like black women, black men fawn over her, right? Because it's like, oh, it's Kim Kardashian. And but is it the celebrity woman. or is yeah, it the maybe, actual maybe, fact that she's beautiful? Yeah. Because maybe. there are some very beautiful women that are not celebrities. Yeah. And they're men that are falling all over them, but we just don't know about it and don't see it because it's not televised. It's not all over social media. Right. And I think that's the thing that I always tie a lot of our conversations back to is that we have made social media like the holy grail of what beauty or success or whatever looks like. And it's just not real life. The average person doesn't have a hundred thousand, you know, TikTok followers or, you know, what I don't even have a fucking TikTok, so I don't even know. But you know what I mean? Like doesn't no, yeah. have a million followers on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it, the fad is, you know, today. That's not real life. And I think that that's the, the part that we're struggling with as a generation is like separating this um, imaginary life that people portray and have built on social media with your, with your real life. No, I a hundred percent agree with you. And I also feel like, like everybody seems like now they want their 15 minutes. Sometimes it's just mm -hmm. really five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Five minutes of fame, no matter what it is. That's why everybody brings out their phone and they interact with any celebrity. What's the first thing people, most people do with a celebrity? They take a picture with them, right? Mm -hmm. Just to like put you on, oh, I'm on social media with, you know, this guy or yeah. this guy, that guy, you know what I'm saying? And just, I would, if to me, I would much rather have the conversation with this guy or that guy, whatever celebrity, than just have a picture. I look, I know they're busy, you know what I'm saying? The celebrities, whatever, but like, I would rather much have a rather, uh, uh, a conversation rather than a false sense of like, Oh look, he took a picture with 
but everything and that's my point yeah. is like everything is Jay-Z, for show you know yeah, yeah. everything's yeah. for show everything's for likes and everything is for show And one of the things that people that know that I'm very close with, um, close with know about me is like, I'm super, super passionate about like giving back. So I participate and give money to a bunch of charities uh, throughout the United States and whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's just crazy to me, like, because nobody knows about it, you know, and it's not something that I broadcast. It's not something that I'm taking pictures of homeless people when we're feeding them or, you know, the 300 plus children that we took to go see Black Panther when it came out, there wasn't one picture, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. I just feel like we don't know how to live in the moment. We don't know how to appreciate those those yeah. precious moments with people, just whoever it is, celebrity or not. It's always like, can I take a picture and how many likes can I get on social media for what this, is- for this? you know, picture or this video right. or whatever it is. That's the thing about it. Like, that's a hundred percent the thing about it. Like people are looking for, like you said, those clicks and those likes. It makes it, it's a false sense of uh, happiness because mm-hmm. it bleeds really fast. Cause like, yeah, let's because just then say you have one, to upload something else in order to have that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's, uh, like, it's a constant, high. it's like a constant high. It's like, like high. It's the yeah, same, it's the yeah, same endorphins yeah. that are released when you mm-hmm. take drugs as the same endorphins that are released when you, you know, have, you know, a hundred likes or 200 likes yeah, or 10,000 likes. The problem, the problem is. is like, and it's a constant, like you thinking like, okay, I just posted this trip to Dubai, just throwing out a place. Um, it's a place I want to go to. That's a bucket list place, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Dubai. Yeah. And then like, I want to go there. And then like that trip gets 500 likes. Right. And then I post a quote. Of just saying like a quote of the day stuff and then that 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 gets 50. Then I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Why is that one only getting 50 when I just got 500? It's a constant circle of mm-hmm. like, oh, now even when you get and to that's that why, like, point, for, honestly, for me, yeah, I just chose to like really opt out. Like, I have mm-hmm. my social media, but it's not like a part of my constant, yeah. you know, like day to day life. And I do post and you know, my little things or whatever. Sometimes it's a selfie, sometimes it's a you know, something with my kids or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I tried to post honestly a little bit more on my last trip because my cousin actually told me, she was like, you've been to everywhere. Like I would say that's yeah. one of the things that me and you have in common right. is right. like, we like to travel. We yeah. were pretty well traveled. We go to a lot of places. Right. We've been a lot of, to a lot of different countries in the world. But if you looked at my social media, you would never know. Mm-hmm. that I've graced you know the the places that I have and that you know like I've experienced you know these most the most beautiful places and the reason why I don't like taking pictures to be honest is because mm-hmm. I feel like pictures never do it justice yeah well that and you want to live in the moment like if you're too and what you're I so see busy with, taking mm-hmm. pictures you're not living in the moment you're not yeah. having if I'm too busy like hold on hold on, do this, do that. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not living in the moment of having fun, whatever I'm doing. But the thing is too, is like, I will say this, like I take pictures on my vacations and it's not like a constant thing, but like I made it an effort to like really document this last one because Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. this was my children's like furthest um, international trip. Like we've done some closer places. Um, We lived in Florida for a while and then we live in California now. And so we've been to Mexico, we've been to the Bahamas, we've been to Jamaica, we've been to those kind of places that are in close proximity. 
to our um, where we've lived. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. this was their furthest trip, like going to Europe, oh. taking a 10 hour flight. I you know that kind of thing i've been many times but for them it was their first one so i really did want to document it for their sake no but it makes sense like I, I'm, I'm happy for you that you are able to do that for your kids that's a blessing you know what i'm saying no yeah it was dope it was dope yeah, man yeah. it was dope because i'm like you i thought you was going to be in london and it was going to be raining and like you know uh you know a london english summer whatever they call it where it's raining yeah. in the summer you know what I'm saying? Like I've been to London many times, Heathrow Airport many times, where I almost couldn't fly out because it was snowing or raining. Or oh like yeah, well, London is terrible. But we actually went really during a really good time. We caught the heat wave, oh, so okay. um, we were down in London and in Paris and Scotland and um, Manchester and a few other places during that heat wave time of that week where. It was just so freaking hot in the UK. They didn't really know what to do. They were shutting down businesses. Like, it was crazy. It was like 95 degrees. And they're like, oh, they ain't my used to God. that. They ain't used to that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't used to that. What? They ain't like, used to you know, that. You know what I'm saying? It's like so. a regular summer in California, <laughs> regular summer in Florida. So we didn't well, yeah. really, you know, we were, we were confused, but I yeah. get it. You know, they didn't have air conditioner. Like, we we're at Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris. There's no fucking air conditioner in the airport, y'all. So take note, y'all, that if you plan on going to Paris in the summertime, there's no air conditioner. Hey. There's no air conditioner in Charles de Gaulle Airport. The, I don't okay. think there's one in Warsaw, Poland, and it, the smell of oh, oh, the worst smell I've ever smelled off the airplane was in Warsaw, Poland. I had to bring a different nose. I had to take off my nose, <laughs> put it in my pocket, and put a different nose on my face because it smelled that bad. That bad. Oh, uh, that yeah. was that bad. I mean, oh, oh. The Just only thinking other about place it, I had a smell. If we're talking about smells. I'm like the only other place I had a smell is um, oh shit. We got to Tenerife. Was that it? Like Tenerife is like a little island off the eastern coast of Africa. But it's owned by Africa. Okay, okay, okay. But it's owned by Spain. Okay. It's really weird because it's literally like right off the coast of Eastern Africa. But the owners of this island, it's the Canary Islands, is owned by Spain. Okay. So the native languages, um, you know, Spanish and la 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 la, whatever. Yeah, it stunk when we got to Tenerife. <laughs> I got you. Well, since we, you know, what I'm saying. We we came to the decision where bodies, uh, well, you know, saying they don't really matter. Like I said, like as long as do what it works for real, you, do what works for you, make it look real. Fool me, please, and, that, and I'm be telling safe. You, I'm, and be, be safe, safe, ladies. Ladies, yeah, do be not safe. do not go from like a a one to a ten. Go from like a one to a five, and then a five to a seven, and then seven to a you know, work yeah. your way up. And that's be that goes safe. for men too. If men had yeah, to get on those, too. and that's and this is one thing I will say this before we transition. Yeah. If you are looking for a safe uh, surgeon, mm -hmm. inbox me. Yes. And I mean that from the sincerity of the bottom of my heart. I want everybody to make sure that they're going to a safe place. Um, I work. I've worked in the medical field since I was 19 years old. I don't know everybody by any means. But I do know a lot of plastic surgeons in California and Florida and Atlanta and um, Texas and a bunch of places. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're considering plastic surgery and you're having a tough time finding a board certified 
plastic surgeon, shoot me an inbox. I'm on Instagram at sit from heaven and that's F R M. Or you can hit me up on um, Facebook at uh, Tashira Thomas and just, you know, you don't have to give me your whole story. I don't need to know your business. I need a safe plastic surgeon in this area is more than enough. And if I don't know somebody in that area, I will direct you towards a resource that is reputable to help you find a board certified plastic surgeon. But women, we are dying overseas going to get plastic surgery. So I just urge you that if you do hear this and you need assistance, holler at me and I will help you. Listen to her folks, trust me, she's in the field. All right. So on that note, we're going to transition to something that I you know, wanted to know, because this is kind of funny. We're going to, we have two more subjects, but like, we're going to go with this one first. Male and female friends. Can a female have male friends? And if you are a male, (laughs) would you allow your woman uh, to have a lot of male friends? And the answer for me is no. (laughs) Uh, insecure ass no it's not being insecure you don't need a male friend uh you don't need a male friend that you know that i can provide i should be a male friend you know now don't get me wrong like look you can have a, a, a male friend from a distance like a distance right like you see him once every six months eight months mm-hmm. like something like that but you can't have a male friend that's like you know in in my house every day if we're living together. So I disagree. I'm gonna tell you why. Oh, I mean, it's cool. I mean, you know, I, I take a you know, I take a as boxing a class woman, every day. So. <laughs> so as a woman, I don't have I don't want to say a ton of male friends, but I have male friends and I actually go to them with a lot of my like relationship stuff. And I feel like my male friends check me quite often and they're like, nah, T, that's you. That's not him or nah, that, you know, like look at it from this way. So I think that there's value in having friends from the opposite sex where, and let me put the caveat on this, where there has been no sex. Now you cannot have sex with your quote unquote homeboy. And then now you're friends, quote unquote, and then you're in a new relationship and you expect for your man to be okay with that. But I have, when I say genuine friends, And this is like, even like me and you, Travis, I know we don't talk about our outside relationships with each other, but we have been friends for a really, really long time. We've never had sex. We've never crossed that line. So it's like, if my man told me that I couldn't talk to you anymore, my question would be why? That's an insecurity on your end because I have been able to control myself and he has been able to control himself before you were even in the picture. We've been friends for, like I said, over 10 years. Yes, yeah, so it's been, yes, yeah, about, so yeah, that's about 14, like almost 15 years. Yeah. 15 years, you know what I mean? Like since Tamron, I think Tamron wasn't even born when we were friends. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. So like, we've been able to, to not cross that line in 15 years. Right. Why now will we cross that line and be disrespectful to the people that we're in relationships with? That's true. And if I we were going to do that, why not just be with each other and not have to be disrespectful to other people? That's true too. So I have to say that, unfortunately, I would say 
that's the insecurity that lies within you. <laughs> well, look, don't and get me wrong. Talk to like I talk therapist said, about that. <laughs> I might, I just might, that might be on the <laughs> list. <laughs> can male and female be friends? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, look, do I think that men, you know, can talk to women and they just be like platonic friends? Yeah. Yeah, I think that can be, you know, the, it just depends on the maturity of the man and the maturity of the woman. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, in our situation where it's been like years and years and years and years and nothing's really, you know, popped off. I think that um, it, it can't happen. I'm not saying it, it couldn't, it's impossible. You know what I'm So saying? why wouldn't you want your girlfriend to have the type of relationship? I don't even want to say that we have because, I mean everybody's relationship is different but like why wouldn't you want somebody that you're dealing with to be able to have a male friend that she trusts that she can go to because like i said sometimes as women and we hate i would say we all hate to admit it we be tripping oh yeah we be tripping we be you know we we let our minds wander we're overthinkers we you know we make up stories in our head that haven't even happened you know, off of fear of what, you know, could happen or what has happened in the past. And we're projecting those things as women. I think that we're, we do a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't you want your, your girlfriend, your wife, your fiance, whatever, to have somebody that is not being disrespectful, is not stepping on your toes, not doing any of that, but simply like a sounding board. Well, okay. I think that you could have that, like you said, as a, as a girlfriend or as like, say, you know, you're my girlfriend, you have a guy friend, right? That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, and you have a fiance, that's still cool. Um, I think that you need, sometimes, like you said, everybody needs like an outlet to kind of, um, an outlet to kind of like vent things off. That's not your partner. Right. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. your partner just front, front, quite frankly, gets on your nerves. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Amen. Like I, yeah, I can't tell him <laughs> this because he gets on. He, I don't want to talk to him right now. Exactly. And, and obviously, but also too, like, and I hate to cut you off. I do yeah. apologize, but like, not just somebody to vent to, but also somebody like, and I'm not just talking about somebody who's like, yeah, girl, leave him. He's stupid anyway. You can do better. <laughs> I'm not talking about those. Somebody gonna tell you the truth. Somebody who will literally tell you the truth and be like, Travis, like. You know, one of your female friends, if you call her, me and you are dating, and I did, you know, whatever. Uh, I left the I left the dishes in the sink, and you're like, oh yeah, man, I'm tired of her leaving the dishes in the sink. She always leaving the fucking dishes in the sink. She don't clean up shit. Da da da. I'm about to move out, and you call to one of your girlfriends. She'll be like, yeah, that's a dumbass reason to move out. Like you need to talk to her about the dishes, and you need to like, you know, relax, kind of thing, and kind of like bring you back down to reality. Those are the kind of friends I'm talking about. Not just somebody that's just like, you know, encouraging you to get the fuck up out of there every time. No, you come misery loves company. So, you know, I need I need somebody who's in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> your girlfriend's in, in a relationship. So I need them to be, okay, I'm with somebody. Not a girl who's single. <laughs> no single girls, you know. Because that's the first thing they're going to say. Girl, leave me so I can go to the club with you. Instead of going to the club by myself. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. We gotta be, we gotta be with somebody. We gotta go double couple dates now. <laughs> <laughs> so um I have I I do agree with you on 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 certain extents. I I just for me there has to be a big boundary 
and mm-hmm. you can't the friends cannot cross this line and uh you know for me that's just you know what it is that's what's gonna be you know what i'm saying like if you feel like well i can't do that then i'm gonna step back you know what i'm saying because yeah no you, i think people definitely need to learn yeah, how like, to control their yeah. friends and or family yeah because like I, i'll be damned if a person man woman or a child maybe not child but man or woman like a, a friend just pop up at my place at two in the morning drunk saying like you know yeah. something happened or whatever you, you better figure it out homie you know what i'm saying no and see that's my thing it's like i feel like that's another one of those things where that's the extreme yeah. And you all the way over here to the far <laughs> part of the I'll left. I would just give it an example. I'll just give it an example. You always go far to the left, all the way over there. But you, the average. That's part of life. So life average, is extreme at points. The, it, it is sometimes. But the average person is not going to have friends popping up at the house at 2 o'clock in the morning. No, <laughs> I agree with you. But just in case that I have to protect you. Lord, here you we go with go protection me. Again. <laughs> that 50 50. Yeah, I'll be like, no, T, it's your turn. It's 50 50. He ain't got to take out the trash. He protects the house from the burglary that has never happened because most people don't get robbed. Hey, <laughs> it's like insurance, sweetie. It's like insurance. <laughs> all right. You never know you until you need it. In case you need it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like insurance when I when I uh when I get my car bumped or something like that or rear-ended like a little bit. Yeah. People love insurance then, but they don't love insurance every month when they gotta pay for it. But hey, you love it then. So boom, don't give me that. Right. So <laughs> and please, uh male and female people, please in- inbox me, uh, you know, DM me or inbox me on Facebook, whatever the case is. Um, cause I want to know what y'all think. Can men and women be, uh, I think that it's possible. I'm not I saying it's not, possible. no, I definitely don't feel like it's impossible. I just think it has to be some like major rearranging. If something happens, uh, like something serious happens in a relationship. I just think that it's all about boundaries. And I think those boundaries should exist, whether you're in a relationship or not. Like, yeah. for example, you and I are friends. If I'm single, you can't be at my house at two o'clock in the morning. Just like if I'm in a relationship, you can't be at my house at two o'clock in the morning. It's it's kinda, I mean, like, <laughs> the, boundary it's the, same thing. Already, <laughs> the boundary is set, you know? Okay. No so basically, what. because when you start to, when you start to put yourself, I think that this, what, what happens with friends is like, if you are in those compromising situations, no matter if you're in a relationship or if you're single and you call yourself just friends. And you come over my house at 2.30 in the morning, the likelihood of something happening is much greater than if we keep our friendship in in business hours, as I like to call them. You know, like we are not going to be hanging out at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Like my dad used to say, rest rest in peace. Ain't nothing open at at, at 3 o'clock in the morning, but legs. And Denny's. So if we not having a Denny's meal with a bunch of other people and you at my house, the likelihood is that somebody's legs is going to be open. Wow. Okay. 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 <laughs> That's a hell of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that quote by your pops. Hey, um, yeah. Like I said, I think uh, on that one, it's a funny quote. 
right first but second <laughs> <laughs> but you know there's trim i think there's extremes like you said mm-hmm. um look i would have need you know like when my mom passed you know what i'm saying like i would have you know you could have came over at four in the morning when the matter that needed but see that's the thing i always think that there's there's always caveats and there's always those things because like let's say i get in a car accident it's three o'clock in the morning if we're friends i should be able to call you but i'm not it's not a habitual thing it's not a norm oh yeah she calls me every every friday at three o'clock when she's drunk you know this and this and this oh it's just tashira no Like you need to call somebody else. And as I said, I think it's all about boundaries, but also you do have those extreme moments of like when your mom passed away, if you need somebody, no matter what, you should be able to call whether I'm single or in a relationship at at four o'clock in the morning, because you just lost your parent. That's a whole different ball game. You know what I mean? And, And anybody that I would deal with would be sympathetic and understanding to that. Like, this has been my friend for 15 years. He just lost his mom. If he fucking calls me at three o'clock in the morning, I don't want to hear no shit. We're not talking about fucking each other. We're talking about his mother who just passed away. You know what I mean? Like, so, so that's why I'm saying, like, I think that when you establish those boundaries, then they kind of just carry over. Okay. If you get a flat tire at two o'clock in the morning, you know, you could definitely call me. I don't care who I'm with. I would come and pick you up. Okay. Well, that's good to know. See, I I would definitely... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would use that now. I'm, I'm, I'm playing. Um, okay. Now, since we we talked about that in a way, like there's something that that TV wanted to talk about. Like you going <laughs> back to what we talked about last week. Um, it's polygamy, right? She wants to talk about polygamy again, and she wants to talk about the uh, multiple wives thing. Hey, right now, why does that make you so uncomfortable? I think <laughs> well, like I can see your skin like <laughs> like because you I have just a feel like face, like but... you are one of the few. And I mean, maybe maybe other women out there like you. You know, what I'm saying that few that actually is cool with that kind of scenario. Most mm-hmm. women be like, "Hell no, I'll slap the shit out of you if you even talk bring it up again." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And, you know, for me, and I, and this is my backlash to what you were, you know, we were talking about having multiple wives. Now, mm. if I like, you know, say I have a multiple, I have three wives or whatever the case is, you're one of them, you know what I'm saying? And two other women, whatever. Right. Now, my mindset with you would be like, oh, okay. Well, Travis, you have Jessica and Brandy. Why can't I go get Mandingo over here with the uh, <laughs> who's six five and he like you said he's like African that he you know the African ball headed his pecs go up and down boom 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 he's a trainer slash millionaire businessman slash you know what I'm saying slash karate expert you know what I'm saying like and you and you know and he's Mandingo Y'all know going to the extreme That's I'm just saying though. and like I'm just giving an example. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, like, I'm like, no, no, I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? I, you can't date Mandingo over here. I no. think that most women who subscribe to polygamy have an understanding that um, it's not a two-way street. Okay. Okay. 
then so yeah, um, let me hear it. Let me I hear this. I think that that's that's the that's the first and foremost. It's like most women <laughs> who subscribe to polygamy uh, have an understanding that this is not a two way street. Okay. And people okay. will be like, "Oh my god, that's sexist! Oh my god, you so stupid, girl! You gonna let him <laughs> cheat on you in your face, basically?" But to me, I just see it as like really different. Like okay. it's more to me about like wealth building. It's more to me about legacy building. Um, and I know that. Um, just from my experience in life that I don't believe that one person or, or I should even say one woman to even categorize it more specifically is enough for most men. And I do say most because not every man subscribes to polygamy and even wants the responsibility of multiple wives. Mm. But I think that um, for most men, there's always like this portion of um, whatever it is life of experience or whatever that you're missing because you've committed yourself to this one person and they don't fulfill they don't fulfill everything that you need and i think that it's very very um naive to believe that one person can satisfy all of your needs for the rest of your life as you grow as you evolve as you change as you you know figure out who you are or whatever some people get married and they're 25 and the same person you're at 25 is not the same person that you are at 35 or at yeah. 45 or yeah. at 55. And I'm not saying like, um, I think that men who believe in polygamy, excuse me, um, it's not sexualized. And I think that that's the like wild part that women don't understand. It's not like, oh yeah, he just wants to sleep with six different women and, you know, have his cake and eat it too type of thing. Because if you stop for a moment and just kind of clear your mind and really think about what kind of responsibility does that look like to be a man who's managing all these different households? That's not an easy task. No, I would say pimps do it. Um, you know what I'm but saying? But that's way different. <laughs> no, because pimps are women- not... The women yeah. they're doing it have to, yeah, 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 yeah. Pimps are not taking care of their, their, um, all of these prostitutes. Like, you know what I mean? They're selling you and taking the money and selling you some more and taking the money and selling you some more. Whereas when you have a man of God who mm-hmm. believes in polygamy, he's not like trying to see what money he can get out of you. Most men who believe in polygamy are taking care of multiple households if they all don't live in the same house. So I think that there's obviously different levels. Yeah, no. Like um, one of my favorite shows is like Seat and Sister Wife. The show is interesting. Uh, I've never seen it. Okay, so it comes on TLC and it's this show about... Oh, TLC, um, okay. Yeah, it's a show about uh, different couples and they're in different stages of polygamy. So some of them are looking for a second wife. Some of them are looking for a third, you know, and la, la, la. And so it kind of like documents like their journey to find like the next wife, whatever mm-hmm. number they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, there's, there's a couple of, um, I think there's one or maybe even two black couples that are on there this season. And then, you know, some of the other ones are, um, like Philippines and just like places that you would never think. So I started doing a lot of research and just like looking and I'm like, the United States is one of the only places that doesn't practice polygamy. Mm. 
we send our kids to daycare. But if there was a second wife who stayed at home, why is she not watching everybody's kids? Well, that's the funny thing about it is like in relativity to other countries, we're relatively young as a country. And, mm -hmm. and two, what I've learned by being in Europe is that we're like prudes compared to the uh, oh, yeah. countries of, you know, of the world. I remember I was in France, you know, uh, and it was like I was playing, obviously playing basketball for sheets. Uh, it was like 12 o'clock, like midday, you know, and, and basic instinct, the director's cut came on basic TV. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so like it wasn't like, you know, and I was like, is this? The directors like awesome. well yeah no and like the same thing like um so you already know but i used to spend a lot of time in london yeah um i was in london you know like every month for maybe a week to 10 days for about a year or so mm -hmm. and um the same thing like they have a show called dating naked and it's not censored mm -hmm. like they fucking go on these blind dates naked with perfect strangers. I mean, and there's like so many different shows that I'm just like, what? In the, and like the first time you see it, it's like jarring. It's like, what in the world? But I think that it's also like the freedom of like the things that we consider taboo that have worked for other countries for centuries. Yeah, Like polygamy is not new. And a lot of people like to ignore it in the Bible and ignore it in all these different places. But it has been a fabric of the things that people, quote unquote, say they believe in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like Paul, you know, who wrote, what, two thirds of the Bible. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, had how many concubines? Yeah. When well, you look yeah, up you... the word, the archaic word of concubine, what do you think that that means? Yeah. Every great conqueror in the, of the world of this this entire world has had multiple. Uh, and I think because it's all about a kingdom mindset. It's not about like emotions and all kinds of things like that. And I think that in America, we're so focused on how does that make you feel? You know, kind of thing. Whereas in other countries, it's like, this is our goal. This is our purpose. They're more driven by um, whatever the goal is set for their family yeah, like the team mindset yeah the team yeah, mindset yeah, i'm yeah, like yeah. and like like i said i even the comp the um what i used earlier and just saying like if you have let's say you have three wives right mm -hmm. one of them doesn't work or doesn't have a career or whatever um and so she stays at home she takes care of the kids and takes care of the house mm -hmm. and you have all these fucking kids like let's say wife number one has three kids wife number two has two and wife number three has three kids you know how much daycare is <laughs> i'm just that being real. Real. Like, no, that's real that's real like people don't know how much daycare is let me give mm -hmm. y'all a tidbit so i have a, a a 14 month old son i pay one thousand six hundred dollars for him to go to daycare mm, per month that's, that's, that's one kid that's rent that's rent for some people. That's car payments. That's health insurance, depending on if you're having to pay your own. Like, if you could free up $1,600 <laughs> by having your husband's other wife watch your child, mm -hmm. the fuck? Like, what could you do with six? Like, and that's why I challenge people, like, what could you do with $1,600 a month? 
whether you, you go on that, if you you wouldn't be thinking about going on that trip to Dubai, you'd be taking that trip to Dubai, right? Or you would be able to invest that money, or maybe you guys can buy a rental property and you yeah. can start to actually build wealth. Maybe you put that into the stock market if you know how to, you know, make money from yeah. day trading mm-hmm. or whatever. But sixteen hundred dollars per month. I'm not talking about one time deal. I'm talking about per month that you're saving by incorporating another person into your household. And if we, I'm no mathematician by any means, but that's almost 20 grand a year. Mm-hmm. Like if you could take that same $1,600 and put it into an interest bearing savings account, how much money would you have in five years? Mm. In 10? Yeah. How do you, you could send your child to college yeah. on that money in a vortex banking system or something like that. Mm-hmm. So CD or something. Yeah. A yeah, CD. Yeah. And so I've seen it done a couple of ways. Like I have a couple of, um, of my boys that are um, into polygamy and some of them have <laughs> three or four wives and some of them have two and you know, whatever. So it's always been interesting just to see kind of like the dynamic and everybody runs their household differently. Some of them all live in the same house, which I'm like, Hell no. Look, okay, okay. Well, hell no. They we would have to have a big house, right? But why mm-hmm. would I have four wives and I have to? That's the mother. I might as well just keep them on the side. Why would I have wives over here, over there? Like I don't want that. All y'all, we your family. We all here. We in the in same house. Big, same house. Facts. I don't think I could do same house. I could do like same neighborhood. I could even do next door. <laughs> but I don't want to show look, my kids because I don't want to look. That's I'm I'm out of little keeper on the side as a side piece. Side Whoa. pieces live in different places. Well, Not see, a wife. Thing, I get it. I get what you're saying. But I guess my the way that I look at it is like to me, it just seems a little more peaceful. Like no, I, I yeah. There's it, not next so many door. How about feathers, this? Next door. There's next not door. so many this or that. And I'm not talking about like, oh, one lives in California, the other one lives in, in Dallas. That's what I'm like, saying. No. But if we all live in the same neighborhood. Okay. Well, let's just say like if she's house A is here, two houses down is B. Do you know what I'm saying? Like then two houses down is C. Okay. Okay. I can respect that. But I'm like, I'm not traveling. You know, that just feels <laughs> I gotta purpose. get on a flight to go see my Yeah, I gotta go see my other wife. No, I, no, no, no. No. no, no, no. And right, I, I don't work. think that that's like um that's really a family unit. Yeah, that's I'm not doing all that. I'm not trying to build that. Uh, we're not a unit then. We, we that's 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 a that's side piece. That's what a side piece yeah. is. <laughs> that's a side piece, or that's you know, that to me would be like a selfish man to where because you're spending all this time traveling that you could be spending with your family. Yeah. Or with your that's family why, or that's or the what, only reason. I, that's why I said like nah. we could all. If I was rich enough, right, and say I believed in the three, four wives, and like we all live in this big old house. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying to where like everybody has their separate rooms. You know. Yeah, um, I actually, so um, my puppy came from a polygamous family. Wow. So, um, I have a Labradoodle. He's actually asleep right here by my feet, but his name is Toby. And so I picked Toby up from Utah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I was actually in Vegas. So I just drove up. It was a couple of hours to go get him or whatever. And so I get to this piece of property and it's fucking huge, Travi. Like, <laughs> it's got to be like five or six acres. It's oh, gated. wow. Yeah, see? And it's a yeah. bunch of fucking cars in the driveway. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like 10, 12 cars. 
Makes sense. I didn't count, but it had to be something like 10, 12 cars in the driveway, <laughs> right? Right, right. So I get to the door, you know, I ring the doorbell, the people come. It's a really nice um, couple. Mm-hmm. And the guy is like, oh, come on in. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I come in. And the first thing that I see when I walk in is, well, two things. It's a picture. The picture is like a, remember the panoramic pictures that they used to take when you were like in high school? Yeah. To get your, like your senior class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. that size panoramic picture. So the picture is like this fucking long, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so you could tell that it's small children, it's older children, mm-hmm, but you mm-hmm. could tell like, you know, the maturity level of the women. And he had to have, I was staring at it, but I was trying not to like really stare at it. They went to go get the dog. I was standing like in their foyer. And so um, they had all these sets of stairs. So when you walked into the house, like to the left, the the picture on the wall was on the right. It was like this long hallway. And then on the left-hand side, it was all these fucking sets of stairs. Mm -hmm, Some mm -hmm. were going up, some were going down. Some were like, it was like... uh, not not as high up as the second one. So I'm like, what the fuck? And so I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, he's a fucking polygamist. So I get excited because I'm looking at, you know what I mean? I'm looking at all these kids and I'm like looking at all this. So then he grabs the dog or whatever and we walk into like past, like through that hallway into, into this back room. Uh-huh. And I tell you, they had this dining room table that had to seat 25 or 30 people. The shit uh-huh. was like, 15 or 20 feet long. It was huge. It was this gorgeous, like oak wood table. And it made all these chairs around this table. And um, a couple of the kids were in there. They said, hi, they were working on homework. It was the, it was the evening time. And um, I assume it had to be a couple of the wives because they were cooking dinner. Oh, okay. Okay. And so I'm just like, look how efficient this shit runs. <laughs> like, you know, that's the first thing in my brain. My twisted ass mind is like, look at how efficient this runs. Like she's cooking dinner over here. This one's helping with the kids. Like you're just not in this whole rat race of life, like by yourself. I like you have somebody else. Like I need a break. Here go these kids. And you don't have to pay anybody. You don't have to, you know what I mean? It's just like this whole huge family. So I think it just allows us like, flexibility of life to be able to like pursue a career or quit a job or whatever it is when you have uh, multiple streams of income and and those kind of things hey like so, i said it's a it's a it's a question like i said i, I there's something that obviously you're 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 down you know what i'm saying to have and i mean or or down to do rather um, I would love to see that. Like, you know, if you in can action. Actually, yeah, I would love to see that. Like it's something that's good to talk about, but until you're in it, in it, I would love to see you in it, in it. Like you're married, and then your husband comes to you, hey, T uh, you know, I want another baby and I want another woman. Okay, and I want her to live with us. Now what you're gonna see, say, and that's the thing. Like, I don't think I think that that's kind of like we all have our hard stops. And I think that although like I'm cool with the idea of like my husband having a second or even a third wife, um, I'm not okay with the idea of us all being in the same house. Well, I and I think a that's second also wife. because I can maintain my own. Yeah. Well, I get you that. Know? I think like, but okay, let's just say you have, you know, you have another kid, right? Mm-hmm. And 
you're saving, like you said, that sixteen hundred while this the other wife is watching the kid. Mm-hmm. But but other wife have to live with us because if I'm she won't have to for, live with us. She she could be at her house. But that's lonely. Ain't that lonely? Like, what's the point of having a husband? But he, he lives with this family here when you by yourself living with this. Well, I think that it's just like, okay, so like one of the other, um, so I told you Seeking Sister Wife is one of the other shows, but okay. I encourage people to also watch Sister Wives. Okay. Because uh, the 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 main guy on, on Sister Wives, I believe he has four wives. They all, they never, they don't live in the same house. Oh, well, I mean, maybe. They like live in the same kid- neighborhood. They live okay. in the same neighborhood. I think that they used to live in Utah, and then I think they moved to Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And they bought like four houses in a cul-de-sac, uh, all next door to each other. Okay, that makes sense. And so sense. they all live in this like cul-de-sac. But I think that as women, um, although I'm not like a jealous woman, like that's just not who I am. Um, oh I well, no, say- I think that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I'm territorial, which are two different things. Being jealous of something is like, oh, I'm loathing. I want this from, you know, this person. They have this and I don't. Oh, mm-hmm. woe is me. Why can't I have this life? Or why can't I look like them? Or why can't I drive the same car? Like, I'm not jealous of anybody. Okay. okay. But I think that I am territorial. But not over people, over my personal space, because I value my own space and my own quiet time and those kind of things. And I think when you live in a house that's, that's full, full of, of people. Yeah, people. three or four different women and a bunch of kids and all that kind of stuff, like I don't think that I would do well in that scenario. I would need my own space so that when I need some quiet time, I can just escape to that mm-hmm. in my own house without having to be like, I need to a spa day or whatever. Can you watch these kids kind of thing? I got you. All right. Like yeah. I said, respect to your, we had to get back to this folks. Respect to your, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we respect that. I know she, she wanted to talk about that again. So I'm the, I was, like I said, you, you know, like you would have to be able to not want to date dudes and have to be with me dating or marrying other women. So, you know. But like I said, I think most women who understand polygamy understand just that but i think that that also requires a different level of transparency that i don't think that a lot of men um possess well well, you know why because like okay we can't possess it because we're we we were scared to why are y'all so fearful of women (laughs) well like we're (laughs) we're in a weird way in a weird way we're women pleasers right we want to make you happy, right? But we also want to be happy for ourselves. So we don't say like, um, you know, we don't say like, okay, I want to marry or date outside of our relationship. Now, dudes who... So y'all are, just cheat and do it behind... Yeah, it's, it's kind of anyway. a stupid way, right? It's kind of stupid. Like we want, we want, we want to, because you know why? Because we don't want to hear the word no from you. We hear no all the time. So, you know, <laughs> we do, we do from like women. Me, brother, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Hebrew women out there that say yes. Yeah, like, you know, no, they're probably some, <laughs> but you have to find them in a certain circle. But like, you know, if I said most women, let you know, let's just say eight out of 10 says no. 
and like get get you know basically get fucked with yourself you know and you're just like well damn or I get into I'm a like, monogamous relationship and lie to each other that's the that's no the no i'm not saying that's the right thing i'm just saying that's what in our warped minds that's what we were thinking <laughs> oh shit i can't i can't in our warped minds we're thinking like hey well she don't know won't hurt her and you know we both kind of a team <laughs> you know what I'm saying and that's why it's always weird because in relationships right dudes be say unhappy you know women mm-hmm. say women takes them for granted like what he does or whatever the case is right and then we're so used to hearing no a lot in our lives that when a woman says like sees us and says yes or is interested in, or brings that energy that we don't get at home we just like we don't know what to do with it. You know what I'm saying? You women yeah. been getting that energy their whole life. They can have sex with dudes, their friends, their quote unquote best friends. They can get it. If they really wanted it, they can get it. You know what I'm saying? They just keep it a buck. That is 100% true. T, yeah. you know it. So you could call your quote unquote best friend tonight and be like, come on over. I want to get it in. He'd be like, okay. You know, like you know, no, no, he would literally be. He'd like, be like this. He'd be like this. No strings attached. Look, I just, I just need, I just needed to make me feel good. Okay, that's exactly what he'd be like. Not, this. Not my best friend. He would be like, "What's wrong with you?" No, no, don't lie. See, oh, see, folks, uh, you we, know we, we, we should do. We're, we're gonna do a test on one of these shows. We could do a test on one of these shows. Put I their... blindly call him. Yeah, and just say, "Hey, what are you doing?" You want to come over tonight and But you gotta be serious. You can't be laughing no, in the I'm middle of laugh. it. That's the problem. I'm not gonna laugh. I'm not gonna laugh. Yeah, like, like yeah. what's wrong with you? I swear to you. You're gonna be like, what's wrong with you? Okay, well, look, you can be like, look, <laughs> I just I just need to feel good. There's no strings attached, blah, 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 blah. And I guarantee you, 20 minutes later, ding dong. Hey, I'm outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we're just gonna keep that. We're gonna leave it at that tonight, folks. <laughs> Cause that's hundred percent true. Um, when it comes to like that friendship stuff and the, like I said, the polygamy thing, mm, you know, that's, that was her. Like I said, I don't know. Like if you find a woman that's into that cool, but it would seem like, uh, a lot for the man, you know, it'd be a lot. Cause he's now I got to provide for her and her or this and that, but Hey, to each it his own. Work for everybody. Yeah, to each his own. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I respect if you're doing it. If you're not, it's all good. So, on that note, like I said, I want to say thank y'all. Uh, thank y'all for, uh, you know what I'm saying, listening to the show. Like I said, every time y'all listen, please like, share, and subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and you can follow me at Travis W. Reed on Instagram, like she said before. And Travis W. Reed on Facebook. That's R-E-E-D, Travis W. T. You can find me on Instagram at Sent From Heaven, and that's F-R-M. And then I am on Facebook at Tashira Thomas. Yes. All right. Like I said, we will see y'all back, like I said, with me and my, like, soon-to-be, like, real co-hosts, because we've done, like, four shows together. It's getting, it's getting, like, she's, like, a regular real. She's, yeah, she's, uh, she was Steve Urkel. Remember Steve Urkel was on the show as a guest? And next, next yeah. thing you know, you, it was his show. Next you know? You know, I take over and kick your ass off. Exactly. I would be like, I created, no. I created this. <laughs> All right, peace. Peace.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.